Welcome back to the Call in Our Shop podcast. We are live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time on YouTube, and you can download the Call in Our Shop podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Austin, joined by Logan and Sam, and today we have a special guest. Ryan Mountcastle is here to join us, first time on the podcast. He was unable to, to perform. He was on the PUP list for the first six episodes, yeah. but he is back and he's ready. He's a fantasy football expert, and he's going to give us some hot takes for you, Ryan. How are you doing, man? What up, boys? How are we doing? It's good to see y'all. Yeah, man. So uh, we're excited for this. We're happy that you could finally join us. We know we've been talking about it for a while, kind of hinted at it in our videos, but we're happy to have you. We're going to talk about the NFL. We get, we're going to talk about the NBA too, as the NBA, by the time we get it to next week's podcast, NBA season will have already started. So that's exciting. And we're going to take your world series prediction. So we'll do all of that in this episode. Everything will be timestamped down below. If you want to check it out, Logan and Sam, how are you guys doing? Um, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm so I'm so excited to finally have Ryan on here. I always teased it to all the people that watch my baseball videos. I'm like, I know that guy. I, I know that guy in the Orioles. And, and now, now we finally get to see it. So it's cool. Yeah, I'm ready to go from being the third most knowledgeable to the fourth most knowledgeable on this. <laughs> yeah. as, as it should be, as it should be. Um, but Ryan, we're going to let you lead it off because normally we always start with week five or the week preceding the biggest takeaways. And I want to start off with you. What was your biggest takeaway from the NFL in week five? Ooh, I liked, I liked Lamar. He came back. He was throwing the ball better than I think he ever has his whole career. And I think that was a little bit of a statement game for him, showing how he can, you know, throw the ball around. Hollywood Brown looked great. Mark Andrews, Sammy Watkins got in there. Uh, no, he looked great last night, came from behind. And, you know, I think he's – him and the Ravens are going to be a force to be reckoned with. I, I really like the takes taking your hometown team. Yes, sir. Um, Lamar Jackson, he, he was he was kind of trash his whole career. And I'm curious yeah. to hear your Logan and Sam's takes. But yeah, that was like a narrative. If they ever got down in a game, they were yeah. they were screwed. And I've, I found an interest. Well, I listened when we were, I was watching that game. It was an interesting stat that I think his largest comeback since like college was like 11 points, something like yeah. that, like last year or maybe I think it was earlier this year. Um, props to him. Great for you. What about uh, Sam and Logan? What are your thoughts on that big Monday night game? Because Logan, you squeaked out a barely in our fantasy football league. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, that was absolutely crazy. I, I won by 0.02 fantasy points, which is oh. less than a yard. I, I, I could, I've never had a fantasy one like that, yeah, but those, it, was, those, it was insane. The Latavius Murray run where he gained one yard from the seven <laughs> to the six yard line was the difference in Logan's matchup. <laughs> that, that, that's, it, that's just how fantasy football works. That that was it. Was, it was truly wild. But no, Ryan, you 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 nailed it. Lamar, the biggest knock on him was always like, "They're running. He's a running back playing quarterback. He can't throw." Yeah, how uh, near five hundred yards sound? I mean, it was super impressive. The Colts defense in the second half, I, I guess they just didn't even know what hit him. It was super impressive to see uh, how he's just dropping dimes. I mean, Mark Andrews have a game. It was it was really impressive, and I think. Look, they're gonna they they might be the front runners in that division. I don't even think that's crazy to say. Them and the Browns, why not Ravens? Hey, the, I think the Bengals have something to say about it. What about you, Sam? Mm, no. Watching that um, game tying drive to end the fourth quarter, he had so much confidence. I've had so much as a as a viewer confidence in watching him. He really felt like a top two quarterback, like a Manning or a Rodgers, that you just have so much confidence in those game winning drives when he needs to perform. Even that two two point conversion he had, it just was like, you know what? I had no doubt in my mind he was going to get it done, and, and he got it done big time. So it was fun to watch. Yeah, there's few players that are more fun to watch in the NFL than than I think Lamar Jackson. I think we can all agree with that. He's he's very fun to watch, just like Mahomes. It's just 
it's just a show to watch them play, even if he comes up with a loss. But I'm happy for him in his career arc that, he, you know, he got this win under his belt. Although they didn't break the record. I think the rushing record, what, 100 yards in 44 consecutive games. They ended up tying it because they obviously didn't, didn't hit it. But great win for them. What about you, Logan? What was your biggest takeaway from week five? Yeah, so uh, my biggest takeaway, how about them Cowboys? I, 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 You know what? Not a Cowboys fan, not a Cowboy homer or anything like that. But you cannot tell me that what they're doing isn't impressive. And it, it, my not-so-bold take is that the Cowboys are, are one of the, the elite teams in the NFC. I think they're right up there with the Packers. They're right up there with the Rams. Dak is having an amazing season. Zeke, obviously, just keep feeding, feeding that beast. And their defense, I mean, Diggs. Still, he's got an interception in every single game. <laughs> You've never seen that before. That's that's so crazy. It's it, what what their defense is doing is uh, it's putting the whole NFL on notice. Yeah, Sam. What about you? Yeah, no. I mean, that was the statement win. That was the kind of game. While it wasn't, you know, a tough opponent in, in a very injured Giants team, those are the kind of games that those Cowboys teams always lose in years past. Yeah. Right? And it was a big boy statement win. You know, I had control from the, of that game from the beginning and never let go. So they got all their offensive weapons clip, clicking, and I don't see what there is, you know, dangerous about the NFC uh, East that could prevent the Cowboys from running away with that division. I, I I would say they're a lock to win the NFC East. I mean, you think about Washington football team, they are not inspiring a lot of people. Right, uh, the exactly. Giants, Giants have everyone injured. I don't even – they're basically got Kadarius Tony, and he punched a guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do you do about that? <laughs> And then yeah. Saquon Barkley's down. The Giants are just a wasteland. And then you got the Eagles who play on Thursday night football. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but none of those teams. I mean, I guess the Eagles with a big win over Logan's Carolina Panthers, but still, I, I think it's the Cowboys division to lose, but I think they're in for a, a tricky situation this week. I believe they are traveling to Foxborough, taking on new England who did not look good in week five against the Texans. Uh, but I think they're in for a treat. I think the Patriots have a good chance of pulling off this one. My biggest takeaway, though, arguably the game of the year. I know the Colts versus Ravens gave it a run for their money, but the Browns versus the Chargers. Talk about a game. I was, uh, I don't even, I'm, I'm, I was speechless after that game. I had to go outside, take a walk around the complex because it was insane. And as a person that rosters Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler, I, I, in fantasy football, yeah, I was happy. I was happy okay. with the production from both of them. They just absolutely went off, but. I got to say, I got to take a step back and apologize to all the Browns fans that I might have deterred from watching the podcast last week. Last week, I called you guys overrated, and I, I'm sorry. You guys didn't deserve that because you guys proved really what I thought was I thought, the, you know, the biggest takeaway from that game is that Baker Mayfield looked pretty good. Now, I, we all knew the running game was there. Nick Chubb, he's an absolute tank, Kareem Hunt tank, but Baker Mayfield looked pretty good. They still need to get OBJ going, but Chargers look like a force, and we'll see how they do this week in a big matchup against the Ravens, but Man, 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 the Chargers are forced to be reckoned with. So are the Browns. The AFC is getting some powerhouse teams, the teams that have not been looking too good. The Kansas City Chiefs. Sam, tell me more about that. Yeah, well, my biggest takeaway was just the whole realignment of the AFC West in terms of standings. You know, a week ago, we thought, all right, it's the Raiders, it's the Chiefs, it's the Chargers. There was no clear favorite. You know, sure, stocks were going up and going down. But wow, in the turn of one week, the Raiders look like they are now a catastrophe, right? With this unknown coaching situation, yeah. John Gruden's awful exit. That's a big question mark. The Chiefs now are under 500, right? They're, they're a team that's now, who thought, two and three after week five. That's awful. And it looks like it's the Chargers division, right? It looks like they're, they're going to run away with it now. Herbert seems like he is now dethroning um, Patrick Mahomes for quarterback of the AFC West, probably quarterback of the AFC. So, I mean, yeah, it's just crazy how things can change in one week. But 
that whole AFC West standing change. That was my biggest takeaway. Yeah. Brandon Staley, which I believe is his name, the coach for the new coach for the Chargers. Man, I love watching that guy. That guy's never seen a fourth down. He didn't like, he'll go for it on his own, like four yard line. He'll go for it. He does not care. And so I love to see it. I mean, they had, they, even the last two weeks, they've had some risky ones. They're like on their own 30 and going for it on fourth and two, fourth and four. But that proved to be the difference because honestly, the Browns had it, what, third and 10 or third and 12, and they ran the ball and then gave it back to the Chargers. And then you ended up getting that Austin Eckler where the Browns just carried them into the end zone. Yeah. It, was, it was a very weird turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what were your takeaways on all these things we're talking about? Uh, you got anything? Yeah, so start off with the Cowboys, what Logan said. I think their draft was huge for them. They went, you know, defensive heavy with the draft and it's starting to pay its dividends. I think Michael Parsons is looking great. He's flying all over the field. And uh, the Chiefs, I think they're sort of the opposite. I mean, their defense is sort of struggling right now, it seems like. There's a lot of holes and, uh, you know, other teams' offenses are executing on that. And I think they're taking away – you know, Tyreek a little bit more and, you know, they threw white on Travis Kelsey a lot during that game and shut him down a little bit too. So I think teams are starting to get a game plan. And I think, uh, like you said, the Chargers going for it on fourth down, that's another game plan you got to have against the Chiefs because they're going to score and uh, they executed it perfectly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is a conflict of interest or if this is allowed in your contract, but I think you would, you would be much better than Daniel Sorensen is for the Kansas city chiefs. That guy is absolute. That guy's terrible. I'm not, I think anyone on this podcast could probably play better than him. Now I probably wouldn't be able to hit someone because I weigh, I don't weigh probably as much as I'd be so scared. I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm out. I'll play, I'll pull their flag maybe. Uh, yeah. But geez, dude, that guy is, that guy is, I, I'm just going to start picking tight end props. Whoever plays against the chiefs. Cause that guy doesn't guard anyone. And I know, yeah. I know Chiefs fans, they are just like shaking their head. I think I saw some Tyron Matthew clips. Mm -hmm. He just like turned around and was just like, the guy's wide open. Yeah. He's just like, you got to be kidding me, dude. Um, but whatever, Chiefs, we'll see. I'm not going to count them out just yet. But let's talk about MVP pick. And Mahomes, I don't think you can put him in here. But Ryan, who's your early MVP pick so far through week through five weeks of the season? Obviously, we still got 12 weeks remaining. But who's your early MVP pick? So there's one undefeated team, if I'm not mistaken, you know, left in the league. And it's got to be Kyler Murray so far. I mean, the way he's been playing, I mean, he didn't play great last week, but, you know, he did enough to get the win. So any undefeated team, their quarterback is usually a front runner. And I think Kyler Murray has, you know, the skills and, uh, you know, the prowess so far to get it done. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, who am I to say, you know, no to Kyler Murray? He's, he didn't look great last week. I mean, I have yeah. DeAndre Hopkins has finally kind of got him going, but yeah. they still need to get, you know, Hopkins has not been involved too much. But, yeah. I mean, the Cardinals, they got a big, big showdown, and we'll talk about that in a little bit when we talk about the Cardinals versus the Browns. But Kyler Murray, arguably up there. My guy, and I think I already talked about him, I'm going Justin Herbert. And I know you could probably pick some other guys, but he's looked awesome this year, second year. QB coming into the league and he's just looked insane and the connection with Mike Williams Keenan Allen really isn't isn't even getting going that much but I don't even know if Keenan Allen has a touchdown on the year so far but Austin Eckler everyone's getting it going and the Chargers are looking like a force to be reckoned with I think Justin Herbert is building that momentum now I understand what people might say Josh Allen I know one of you guys will pick Josh Allen but I feel like Josh Allen's been doing it for too long and Justin Herbert's this new guy onto the scene. They always like to pick those guys. And I, I'm rocking with Justin Herbert to win the MVP this year. That's just my hot take. That's my pick. Yeah. Well, you guys know I, I'm a Chargers hype beast. So I got uh, you. You you are a char Chargers hype beast. You trade in your Jets fan for some Chargers fan. And you'll, <laughs> yeah, you'll like so you'll, can you blame me? You, you'll, 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 you'll like your life a lot more if you if you did. But I I mean 
I, I hear you with the Herbert pick. It's just not his time yet. And, and whose time it is, you already mentioned it. You already mentioned Josh Allen. This is Josh Allen's MVP to lose. The Buffalo Bills are just a, a, a juggernaut offensively right now, and their defense is, is good enough to win them a lot of games. They play in a really weak division where, where Josh Allen can go throw four touchdowns a week, and that doesn't, that doesn't shock anybody. Josh Allen, he, I mean, we saw against the Chiefs. He's running the ball, too. He's looking like Cam Newton out there, like, as, as far as the running ability. Passing, way better than Cam ever was. And Cam, uh, Super Cam to 2015 MVP year, I remember that one very vividly. This Josh Allen version reminds me a lot of it, and I, I really think it's his to lose. Yeah, that that hurdle, hurdle over, uh, I forget who he hurdled, but at the end of the game against the Chiefs, it was kind of like on a third down, that hurdle was nasty. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. his stock, I think his stock went from like all the way up here, to even just took a notch higher. So props to him. Sam, who's your MVP pick so far? The old man, he's still getting it done. Tom Brady with the Bucks. I mean, right now he's sitting at first in passing yards, second overall in touchdowns. And he just feels like he's in one of those destined seasons where, he, you know, he's going to lead the team to the promised land again. And just watching him right now, he just he's just so prolific with the ball. You know, I mean, he's getting it. It doesn't matter, right? This week it was Antonio Brown. Next week, who knows who, who's going to find? He's making it happen with all the weapons he has. And, you know, unlike – I push back on Logan with Josh Allen. The Bills right now are such a one-dimensional team, right? And that's going to come back to hurt him. So while it would make, you know, Josh Allen look good to have this rushing component, you know – Teams are going to be able to capitalize against that if they realize, wow, this team really can't run the ball at all. You look at the Bucks; they're getting it done with, you know, Leonard Fournette and Rojo somehow. So, I mean, it's just, it seems like a team that's getting, can't be stopped. And I think Brady's the guy. Absolutely not. I'm not going to let you just get away on that slander for, <laughs> for the Bills. That, that's, a, that's, some gar- that's some straight up garbage. Last year, okay, last year they, they still weren't running the ball. You saw what, where they made it. Yeah, the Chiefs bested them, but that doesn't matter. They can, they can run the ball. They just choose not to. There's a difference. Some teams straight up can't run the ball. Zach Moss and Singletary is a good enough one-two punch, but guess what? When you've got Josh Allen, you don't need it. Look, when I pull up ESPN and I see leading rusher for the team, Josh Allen, I get <laughs> on many levels, on a fantasy level, but also on a, on a level of concern for the Bills because a better team, right, a Belichick-type scheming against that, if you stop them, I, they can't run the ball, and you're going to need that for play action. You're going to need that for everything. So right now it looks good because the argument is, wow, he's getting it done on both sides of the ball, passing and throwing or, and running. But long term, I, I think it's actually going to hurt him because you can't do everything to that extent, but we'll see. We'll see. It's only, no, you know what, Ryan break the tie because I, I, I feel like you're, you're sensible. You, you know, you've watched enough Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, you guys both got good points. I mean, at the end of the day, him running the ball so much, him throwing the ball an extra game this year in the season, you might get a little bit worn down, but at the end of the day, Josh Allen's Josh Allen. The way he's looked the past couple of years, he's unstoppable and they're going to find a way to get it done. So I really like Josh Allen for MVP pick. And if it wasn't for, you know, Kyler being undefeated, I think Josh Allen probably has my pick, too. That's he has it right. He's got a one, two. He's got it flip flop. Kyler, Josh Allen, one of those two will win it for sure. Don't get me wrong. It's hard to argue against the youth movement right now. There are a lot of good young quarterbacks. Right. Old man Brady, no. Brady's tough to pick against too, man. Like you yeah, said, he's hey, leading, here's a big, here's passing, a big matchup man. for you. Week 14, Buffalo Bills travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. 
Yeah, okay. right at the end of yeah. the season. That oh, could be man. that could be an MVP. That could both. I mean, you think about Brady if he's healthy the whole year. This man's gonna break records this season. I think mm-hmm. he's just gunning for the third touchdown record. Sam, who is first in touchdowns? Because I know it's not Josh Allen. Well, I would have mm-hmm. guessed it was Mahomes. I he had like three and then a five. He had like three consecutive games with three, and I think he had five two weeks ago. I don't know what his touchdown count was last week. I think it's Mahomes, but double check me on that. Yeah, but, Mahomes at yeah. 16, Brady at 15, and then Justin Herbert 13. Right now, Mahomes just isn't in the argument because the Chiefs aren't good enough as a team. So agreed. And Mahomes yeah, has Brady's a lot of picks. I think he has number six one picks. in both of those categories amongst you know, candidates who are actually in this conversation right now. John, Josh Allen has the same amount of touchdowns as Jameis Winston. Logan, you want okay. to backpedal on your backpedal on your <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. That is that is such a you, low You blow. can backpedal, man. It's fine. We don't judge here. We can, there's power of, go, editing, power of editing. Power of editing. Jameis is a future Hall of Famer. <laughs> oh, my. J-Boo. Hot take number one. <laughs> but I do think, I do like both picks. I like Brady. I like Allen. And I wouldn't be surprised if it comes down to them. I honestly don't think Justin Herbert. I think the Chargers are due for some regression. But Brady's going to break records. I, I could see that week 14 matchup between these two teams coming down to probably deciding the MVP race if one team does or one player plays much better than the other. It could be a neck and neck race. And then week 14, then you got a couple games after that. I don't know. That's going to be an interesting one. But yeah. let's talk. Let's move in. We'll push week five behind us. And we're going to talk about week six. And we're going to start with our upset picks like we always do. And Logan, I'm going to start with you. Who is your upset pick in week six? Well, you know. I, I don't I, I should have given you this one, but you know what? It's just such good value. And we're all right. We're all drinking the Ravens Kool-Aid. I know Ryan's drinking the Ravens Kool-Aid, but I'm picking Chargers plus 140. Here they find themselves as, as underdogs against Ravens. Lamar Jackson, just an amazing performance on Monday night. But Justin Herbert, you know, the, the boy wonder, he's going to give him a shot. This is going to be a, a, a close game. This is probably going to be a field goal type game. And guess what? Chargers don't like kicking field goals. So they're, they're, they're just going to go for it. They're, they're, they're going to go, you know, pedal to the metal. I, I really do like what their offense is doing. I do like their defense a little bit better than Baltimore's as well. Baltimore did get shredded up a little bit by Carson Wentz and, and uh, Jonathan Taylor ran all over him. So I, give me Chargers. You won't find anyone uh, counter, counteracting you over here. Big fan yeah, of the no. Chargers. <laughs> uh, Ryan, do you have any takes? You just came out your team, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, I- <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, the Ravens are so banged up right now. I mean, they are playing their third and fourth string running backs and, you know, they had some injuries in the preseason to their defense. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to bet against the Chargers. They have so many weapons, Eckler, Mike Williams, what he's done this year is insane. And obviously Keenan Allen and obviously Justin Herbert as well. I mean, they're, they're not unstoppable. It almost seems like right now. Yeah, I don't think Austin Eckler can do any better than he has so far this season, but I do think he's in for a big game. You saw what the Ravens did. Their linebackers are not the strength of their team, and they got exposed by Jonathan Taylor taking one to the house on a reception. Yeah. I think we're due a big Eckler receiving game. Hey, real quick, Austin, do you want another victory lap on Mike Williams? Just take a take a small I, one I, real quick. I, right before the season, <laughs> I said Mike Williams would be a top 25 wide receiver in fantasy. He was being drafted like wide receiver 50. I wasn't high enough on him. He's wide receiver one right now. He's an absolute legend. And I should have been higher on him. I I was all in on Mike Williams. And I I could say it over and over again. I compared him to Devontae Parker. He was a guy that four years, he did absolutely nothing. And everyone would draft him in fantasy, say, you know what? This guy's going to be great. Devontae Parker, everyone did the same thing. Four years, he just stunk stunk it up. Fifth year, everyone said, screw this guy. We're out. 
that's how it happened to Mike Williams. And look at him. He's paying dividends. And, hey, yeah. I'm happy for him. He's going to get, get paid. He's going to secure a bag this offseason. So props yeah. to him. He's going to get a big payday. Um, Sam, what about you? What is your week six upset pick? Hit me. Well, first and foremost, I'd like to get a little recognition for my week five. Pick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. So we'll, okay. we'll give some recognition. We'll take a step back. Um, Logan, you cast yours, right? Bills, yes. Bills, okay. And, Sam, what was yours? I don't remember. It was the Bears over the Raiders plus one. Yeah, eight. that was a big one. I really like that one. Yeah. I don't remember mine, so we'll speed past that. Um, no, I, I got to <laughs> oh. own it. I got to own it. I picked the New York Jets, and I'm a fool. Um, I wish I had a clown nose here. I do not have one on the on the desk, but – yeah, I'm sorry. And I'll be better this week. Well, maybe not when you hear my pick, but I'll be better <laughs> sometime this season. So, Sam, we're proud of you. Congrats to cashing your underdog pick, but hit us with another one. Let's go back to back. I'm going to take all of that credibility you just gave me and throw it out the damn window. <laughs> I am I Washington football team to beat the Chiefs. I think it's like a seven and a half point spread right now. A money line is plus 265. You know, both are two and three teams. The Chiefs are definitely reeling. I don't have a lot of confidence about that Washington offense, but the defensive line is pretty good right now. And if you look at who those teams both lost to, they both have losses to the Chargers and the Bills, two really good teams. So there's a lot of unknowns about where they fare in that middle territory. And so, you know, if they can contain the Chiefs in terms of not being able to put up 40-plus points, because I don't think Washington can keep up with them if they do, but if it's a lower-scoring game, I kind of like the Washington football team and at that plus 265 that's great value so i mean take that with a grain of salt but i think that could be a you know sleeper upset pick i'm here to report it will not be a low scoring game the chiefs do not play defense and neither does washington so but i love the pick i love the value so i am all in on that pick sam Uh, we won't was it no real, real quick no no you just said ball up your credibility throw out the window ball up your money and throw it out the window if you're betting <laughs> on washington football team that's not they're not winning this game i'm, I'm here to tell you the chiefs, of value. <laughs> no, the chiefs can't look worse than they they possibly have this that's a that's a waste that's just an absolute waste who would have hey. thought the chiefs would be sitting here at two and three i think it's just as crazy to think they could be sitting here at two and four i mean honestly <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I wouldn't have thought they would have lost last week like they did. So I, I don't no. even know what to expect. Hey, Taylor Heineke is my early MVP pick. I'm in. Okay. Believe the hype. Okay. <laughs> Taylor, Heine- to this. Taylor Heineke or Ryan Tannehill this week? Just asking for a friend. I, you know, I, it's um, uh, we're one and four over here in fantasy in one of my leagues. And that's uh, usually <laughs> what happens when you're one and four. You have to pick between Ryan Tannehill or Taylor Heineke. So uh, what do you guys got on that? Um, yeah. It's hard to go against Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, because that's a great first name. Um, but personally, I'm riding with Taylor Heineke. I think Tannehill's got a tough matchup against Buffalo Monday night, and I do not want to be going into Monday night football mm-hmm. saying, you know what, I need 20 points from Tan- Tannehill, yeah. and I, I ain't sweating that. So I'd rather say, you know what, get Taylor Heineke out of the way in the what 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock games or whatever. I'd ride Taylor Heineke. What about you, Sam? Because you're, you're riding Washington. I think I like Heineke more than I should. I don't know why. He, what does he show me to really get on, on board? But he, I just something about him. I mean, there's a scrappiness. He's always with that, you know, literal come from behind mentality. But I mean, he's fun to watch. And I think he gets a little bit more rapport built with McLaurin and, and you know, Gibson's kind of still kind of hit or miss with the games he's playing. They, if they hit the next level, we're, we'll start cranking. They could be a better team than I think people are giving them credit for right now. But they got to start winning games, which they haven't been doing. So that's that's facts. Logan, do you have a take? 
Well, uh, you said, what do you like about Taylor Heineke? He is the next Carolina Panther. I'm just saying. Okay, he, okay. Him, him, and, him and Riverboat Ron had a little bit of rapport, and you know, Ron wanted him. He's scrappy. He's one of those quarterbacks. Ryan, to answer your question, where all three of us are actually in an agreement, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. Heineke. He, there's just so much more upside there. You, you don't want to see Derrick Henry just cashing in those touchdowns. You just <laughs> like, I, yeah. I knew that. I knew yeah. that was going to happen. So you want Taylor Heineke, good or bad, you know, take what you can get. I, I would ride with Heineke. Yeah, much better matchup. And uh, Ryan, I'm going to head to you. Who's your week six upset pick? So we talked about a little bit earlier, but I think the Browns are favored in their game, but I'm going to go with the Browns. I mean, if they can contain Kyler Murray, keep him in the pocket, they don't have much of a running game right now. Chase had is hasn't really been what everybody thought he might be. And James Conner is, you know, James Conner, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, yeah, Sam has I mean. some personal opinions about James yeah. Conner, which we'll go to in a second. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think their defense looks really good right now. And their running game is insane. I mean, Nick Chubb is, it is probably the best running back in the league. I mean, him and Derrick Henry just running the ball in general are probably the two best. And when you throw cream hunt in the mix too, it's, it's tough to uh, stop that. Yeah. Nick Chubb's been insane. Had an insane game in week five. I think he's doing another big game. Personally, I don't have any Nick Chubb on my fantasy rosters and I kind of want to keep it that way. Cause cream hunt would be mad annoying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watching just Kareem, cause they bring in cream hunt on the two yard line for no reason. Like Nick Chubb will run 98 yards and I'll be yeah. like, get lost buddy. And it's <laughs> yeah. just cream hunt catching the touchdowns. You're like, all right, whatever. Sam, tell us about your James Conner. I heard you're a big fan. Uh, well, I mean, did he have two touchdowns this week? I think he might have only had one. Yeah, he only had one. Yeah. Another yeah. double-digit outing. I think he is kind of indicative of the greater Cardinals team, which is overrated. I just, I, I'm gonna, I said it last week. I'll say it this week. I think the Browns will come back. You know, after that tough loss to the Chargers, I think they'll come back swinging, and I think they'll have a statement win against the Cardinals and kind of put the Cardinals back in place as maybe the second or third best. NFC West team because right now everyone's still riding them as the number one. So I, I do like the I agree with you, Ryan. I like the Browns in that in that game. Yeah. I respect it. Um, and I, I like the pick, Ryan. I really do. And as a spoiler, I'll probably be on Brown spread in this week's video. Here's a stat Ooh. for you. Here's a stat for you. The Browns have not lost back-to-back games under Kevin Stefanski. So past year oh. and five games, never lost back to back at home in Cleveland. The dog found. I'm right at the Browns. <laughs> oh, Sorry. how have how times have changed. Yeah, for real, the Browns. The Browns <laughs> seems like they haven't won a game back-to-back -back <laughs> a couple seasons. Now they haven't lost. Yeah, sad but true. Browns fans, you have a lot to be excited for. And, you know, I'm going to go with the Bron – here's, here's my upset pick, and you might want to – this is a yucky one. This one smells, and if it's wrong, then I'm sorry. But Broncos Raiders, I'm going with the Raiders. Why? Now John Gruden's gone. I'm not going to talk about the John Gruden aspect of this game. But I think this is a big statement game for the Raiders. They got, they're going to play with a lot of passion this week, new head coach. And I'm not inspired by that Broncos team. They just got spanked by the, by the Steelers. And granted, they were in Heinz Field, and I believe this game is in Denver. But I'm running with the Raiders, plus 160, plus 170-ish value. I think the Raiders have a good chance. They got Josh Jacobs going last week. And, you know, you look at the Raiders, they got Darren Waller. And I'm not as afraid of that Broncos team. So I'm all in, Raiders. Uh, okay, okay, okay. 
pause. So he hits so he hits us with the Jets last week, and now he's on the Raiders the, the next week. Yeah, come I, have, on, I had earned come on, I had earned some credibility, dude. I was like five and one. I was giving out CFB winners. You made us stop the college football segment because you guys couldn't catch a win. I'm over here oh. tossing out. I'm giving you ECU. I'm giving you Wake Forest. I'm just all down here tossing hey. winners. Now I get bashed for picking the Raiders. Hey, you're oh. you're be, you're better to you're better maybe just picking a college upset because the Raiders are not going to win at Denver. This is this is an absolute no, like N O capitals, capital letters. They're they're not going to win. They the Raiders are 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 the team. You guys remember last week's podcast when I was like I was like yeah the Raiders are just going to spiral out of control. Now did I predict the John Gruden? Absolutely, I didn't predict that. But I I just something about that team's just off. Derek Carr with his eyeliner on the sideline. No, it's not inspiring. <laughs> hey, they're, man. They're, hey, man. What did the Raiders no, they're, do they're, to you? No, no, no. They're, hear me out. Their, their defense is is severely depleted in the secondary. I, t- Teddy Bridgewater can can have what he wants. I, I don't care. I, the Broncos aren't a sexy team, but just because they're not sexy doesn't mean they can't grind out a win with Melvin Gordon. Uh, they, they, they'll, they'll, they'll be all right. And uh, Mile High is a really tough environment to play. Yeah, yeah, well, we all gave Derek Carr a little too much credit the first couple of weeks of the season. Exactly. You know, write him off as, you know, finally a top tier guy or whatever. He's back to where he, he damn well should be, it, which is <laughs> a back quarterback who's not too exciting to watch and can't get too confident about. So, yeah, no, I, I'm against Jost on this one. I, I like the Broncos. That's fine. You can go against me. Raiders have won four of their last five. Well, yeah, and they Broncos. don't have a head coach. I'm in. So I'm not it doesn't matter. They don't need a, a no head coach better than having John Gruden as your head coach. And that's not even a hot take. Gruden, not a Whoa. great coach. I'm all in. I don't care if the Raiders don't clip this, but if the Raiders, sure, they could lose. But I'm going for a value pick here. They're only three and a half point dogs traveling on the road. That line makes no sense. Raiders just got spanked by the Bears. Great pick, Sam. But I'm in. I think the Raiders got a chance this week. And I'm not, I'm not saying they're winning the Super Bowl, but I think they're beating a, a Broncos team that – that is banged up. They don't have any wide receivers. They basically got Cortland Sutton and Pat, Tim Patrick running around. And Melvin Gordy averages like one yard a carry. So, can I so. can I ask for the clown nose if it doesn't hit though? No, I don't deserve a clown nose. Or yeah, the yes, because you pick because you pick Jets and then you followed it up he, with Raiders. That's he's been that, waiting, those, he's that, been waiting that years to nose. pick the Jets. He's been waiting yeah, years I'm, to pick the Jets. And the other, he's like, they might have a chance this week. I gotta go with them. It's like the London Jets. It's my my mistake. I. I just I just discounted him. I, I I thought Zach Wilson would show up in London, and he did not. He did not look good, and that's okay. It's okay to lose a pick. I I, I don't normally. Well, maybe I do kind of ridicule you guys for getting losing picks. Absolutely, so. you do. No, mate, if I lose three in a row, I'll wear the clown nose. So if I lose this week and next week, I'll, I'll wear a clown nose because next week I'll come back with a a realistic pick. I mean, you're picking the Bills. What's the value on the Bills plus one? <laughs> Get out of here. That that's not even plus that one. That was like plus one thirty ish. Yeah, that's a that was a winner. They cash it. Yeah, it's like you picking Washington football team. Uh, whatever. Uh, uh, not, no, not like week one. Sam, I like your pick. Um, but let's move on. Let's move on. And we're going to talk about some big matchups in week six. And we got some big ones. And we're going to start with the biggest one. We already talked about uh, – we'll talk about Chargers versus Ravens. You got the Chargers coming off a big win against the Browns. Ravens coming off a big win on Monday Night Football against the, um, the Colts. Sam, who do you like in this game and why? You know, this is the game I'm looking forward to the most just to watch, you know, the offensive side of the ball for both teams is just going to be an incredible game. Um, with that said, I like the Chargers. Um, they're both going to be coming off such high energy, close wins. Um, I think the Chargers, well, you know, it's it's close, right? Because you see what Herbert's doing and 
but then you see the two dimensionality of Lamar Jackson and what he can do on the ground. So it's hard to write him off because I think they'll be able to put up the points that they need to, to win the game. But just like the Chargers found a way to win it last week, it's something intangible about that team right now. Chargers of the past lost close games. This year, they're winning every close game. It's like the reversal under this new leadership. So for that reason, I like the Chargers in a close one. Well, their trick to not losing the close games is they don't kick field goals. That's how they got wrong so many times. They'd kick a field goal and be shanked. Now, this year, they said no. They don't even have a kicker. I mean, I know they do. But if your roster the Chargers kicker in fantasy, you might as well not play a kicker. Might as well have an open roster spot because they, they don't kick field goals or anything like that. But my takeaway from this game, I think uh, this is a tough one to pick. And honorable mention, we didn't mention Lamar Jackson for MVP, but he should be in that race. Uh, I mean, I think he's having a better season than he did his MVP season. So I think he's in there and his one loss coming to the Raiders, which is a great powerhouse team. So you can't even can't even fault him for that. <laughs> it's tough um, to bet against the Raiders. Man. It really <laughs> is. They beat Lamar Jackson, the only team. You never know what you're going to get out of the Raiders. That's no, they're a wild card. Exactly why I picked them. <laughs> that is why I'm in on them. Everyone's going to be out. They're going to be seeing John Gruden's gone. Uh, why would I ever bet the Raiders? The Broncos beat bad teams early in the season. That's why I'm riding the Raiders. Um, but in this game, I, you know, I'm a Chargers hype, hype beast, and I love the Chargers. Big fan. I think the Ravens win this game, and I, I don't really know why. I just, I just think the Ravens do for, for no reason. I think they'll be able to run the ball and control the clock, and that's what the Browns did. But I think the Ravens are more of a team that will go forward on fourth down. Harbaugh has shown the ability to do that, and that was what the Browns didn't. They lacked. They weren't willing to be aggressive shoot the ball downfield and kind of take chances. And Ryan's on the podcast. So I got to support the Baltimore team. I'm in. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I mean, you, uh, you just, you gave a pick with, with no reason. That, that's, that's, this is, we don't pay you the big, we don't pay you the big bucks to just say, I think this is going to happen, but I don't have any evidence to, to back it up. Well, no, no. My evidence was, I think they can run the ball, control the clock, just like the Browns did. And the Browns would have won that game if they were more aggressive, but they're running it on third and 10. You're not going to win it against a very good Chargers team. You run being conservative. Wait, wait. Because the Ravens okay. run yeah, counter counterpoint. You just said run the ball, so it's going to be Lamar Jackson throwing and running. But who's who's going to be back there with you? You hitching your wagon to Latavius Murray, you, Devontae Freeman. What, what what's going on there? Uh, Lamar Jackson can do all do it all himself. He's done it well, before. What's stopping give, him now? Give me the the far better offense is the Chargers, and and you know Herbert's looked amazing. You got Keenan Allen. You got Mike Williams, as we already talked about. Eckler, come on. And they, they even got Donald Parham at tight end. Okay. Yeah, no, we're, just, he's we're, like a, we're, not, we're not talking about That's Donald a deep, Parham. deep tight end sleeper, flyer. Yes. Um, yeah, Sam, Sam, who's your take? And then we'll go over to Ryan for his. Who do you think wins this game? Yeah, no, I, I do like the Chargers, but in a close one. Um, damn, I hope that one goes to overtime too with all the overtime we've been seeing. But, yeah, no, I like the Chargers. Uh, all right, Ryan, you can, you can even us up Oof. or you can go on the Chargers. The water. The, we welcome you on the Ravens bandwagon. <laughs> oh man, I can't go against the Ravens, man. The Chargers are just so good, though. It's a tough pick, but if Lamar can throw the ball like he did in that second half last game and carry that into this one, I I can't. It's going to be so high scoring. It's you know, it's a whoever has the ball last. It almost seems like is going to win the game, right. and. Hopefully the Ravens have the ball last, so I'm going to go with the Ravens. <laughs> hey, they're the home team. I think they can do it. I think the Chargers have won close games, and I think they're due a loss in one of those close type of games. Just personally, you, can, you can't get that lucky that often. But So we're tied, Ravens. We'll have to have maybe put a poll up. Maybe the, maybe the viewers yeah, yeah. decide. Let us know who you think is going to yeah. win down below in the comments. But um, 
We're going to move on to another big matchup. We talked about it earlier. Cardinals versus the Browns, only undefeated team remaining. Traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Now, I already gave my pick. I think the Browns win. And Ryan already gave his. He says the Browns are going to win too. But, Sam, who do you think wins this big showdown? Well, I'm the Cardinals' number one hater on this channel. I'm picking this is the true. Browns too. Yeah, no, I said that before, and I'll say it again. Browns, bigger, bigger point differential than Chargers-Ravens. I think that'll be a statement win for the Browns. I like it. Logan? <laughs> I don't want to be the clean sweep, but I really I really do think the Browns are going to win. Yeah, Everybody and their mother is going to be picking the Cardinals just because of their record. They're, they're looking at it. Brown's coming off a loss. I, I just I love physical football, right? And the Cardinals, yeah, James Conner is not your brand of physical football that you want. I mean, I love the one-two punch of of Chubb and Cream Hunt, as, as Ryan was talking about. That's that's a really, really good offense. Baker Mayfield's been good enough. I mean, Baker Mayfield's not an MVP guy, but the, the Browns don't need him to be the MVP type guy. They just need him to go out there and not be catastrophic. Yeah, you know what, guys? So, sorry, any Browns fans, but all four of us are going to be on, on Browns. We're, we're <laughs> you guys are screwed. screwed here. You're screwed. That's what yeah. he's saying. Uh, you I, are in trouble. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Jarvis Landry's due back, so that would be a big, big step. But I know he's still on IR. I do know the Ch- Chandler Jones should be out for this game, just placed on the reserve COVID list, I believe, today. So that's, that's a big, a big loss. loss. Yeah, arguably yeah. probably their best defensive player, and so. If he's going to be out, that's going to be questionable. So we'll see how their defense shows up because, you know, the Cardinals defense, I mean, they looked decent last week, but they played Trey Lance, whose first option was run the ball and the second option was run it again. So I, I don't really know what to what to make of it. So we're all on the Browns. Um, probably not a good thing. Probably means I will not be betting the Browns spread yeah. in my video because <laughs> I cannot, I can't, I can't afford that. But uh, let's move on into Thursday night football, do a quick preview. And it's, we got a good game. We're finally starting to get some good games on Thursday night. Last week, we had the Rams versus Seahawks, which saw Russell Wilson go down. Geno Smith almost leading a comeback. Um, but this week, we got Buccaneers traveling to Philly to take on the Eagles. Uh, Logan, we'll start with you. Who's your, what's your prediction for this game? I believe the Bucs are like six and a half, seven point favorites. But what do you think about this one? Yeah, you know, you know, off air, Austin and I had quite this spirited debate about how good the Eagles defense is. He was like, oh, you know, that was just bad Panthers, bad Darnold. Yeah, you know, some of it was and some of it was 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 missing McCaffrey. But that Eagles defense, I I think a lot of people are sleeping. They've played the Chiefs. Right. And they played the the Cowboys. Those are two really good offensive teams. I think the Eagles are going to keep this one close. This this has this to me has like a four point. Uh, type uh, margin. I, I do think the Bucks do have the offensive firepower, but the Bucks defense is is not impressing anybody. Right, R- old man Richard Sherman over there. He's just he's he's burnt he's burnt yeah. toast every time. Uh, what's his name? Hey, he's not burnt. He just holds. He's just yeah, gonna hold you if you get past. <laughs> yeah, flag. I I I think I think Tampa Bay is gonna edge it out by like four. Um, you, 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 we can we can do score predictions we'll as well. Predictions I say, afterwards, but yeah, all right, we'll do we'll do we'll wait on that. But I do but I do think Tampa. I, just, I'm just not a fan of that Eagles defense. I know what you're saying, and Sam Darnold looked like Jet Sam Darnold last weekend, and I'm just not a big tough. fan of the Eagles defense. I just don't think they're all that good. I think they were exposed by the Chiefs and Cowboys, and sure, those are two of the better defense, two of the best five offenses in the league. But the Buccaneers are in that top five too, and if you want to put everyone back and just play cover two, like kind of like the Bills did against the Chiefs. The Bucs can run the ball. Leonard Fournette's quietly had a very good start to his season, taking over a majority of the snaps. I think Fournette could be do a big game on Thursday night, and I'm not concerned about it. Tom Brady's got so many weapons out there, more weapons than the Panthers could ever dream of. So I'm all in. I think the Buccaneers. You're being unnecessarily rude. This isn't about I, Carolina. Hey, well, you, well, you deserved it because Panthers are overrated. 
Sam, what's what about you? <laughs> yeah, um, the Eagles beating the Panthers was the one leg of my six game parlay that um didn't hit last week. So told I'm you not to do it. Told, told you. <laughs> Learn to never bet on the Panthers again. But no, I mean, <laughs> I think it'll probably be closer than in my mind it should be because in my mind the Buccaneers can't do anything wrong this season and they're just on you know godsend mission to win the championship again. Uh, with that said, I mean, yeah, the Eagles have had some tough opponents there. I think a team that deserves a little more credit than they've been given. So I like kind of what Logan was saying in that four or five point spread. Um, the Bucks, you know, two weeks ago, look what they did against the Patriots. That wasn't all too convincing. So if they kind of have that sort of offensive performance again, this game could inch into being a little bit closer than, um, than I think the spread is currently at. So I like the Buccaneers, but in a closer one. I think I saw a stat the other day that said the with Tom Brady, the Buccaneers have scored 45 or more points five times. And the 44 seasons prior to him, they'd only done it five times as well. So um, I'm riding with the Buccaneers. I think I get I get your point. Just not Jalen. I, I, I don't know. Brian, what about you? Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, the Bucs, I think, are going to go and handle business against the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles, they haven't run the ball much at all this year. Miles Sanders has been. Is he on your one and four team? He is not. Thank <laughs> God. He might as well be, but uh, uh, they haven't. I mean, what he had like one game where he rushed it twice, and I'm just sitting yeah. there like, what are we doing? He's one of your better playmakers. They're not getting him the ball, and uh, there in Tampa, I don't think he's gonna do much either. Their run, their run stopping is is insane, and they're gonna have to throw the ball. And I think it's gonna be more. I think it's gonna be more of a blowout than anything. I think it's at least a two score win for the Bucks. I like it. I like it. And yeah, you're right. Miles Sanders has done nothing. I don't know his exact numbers. I'd be curious to pull it up, but he has like. Yeah. I'll pull it up uh, and see exactly what his, his stats have been. But I do remember that game. He had just that those two carries, and it was like I saw some two on carries for like, yeah, twenty seven yards. I mean, he averaged yeah. fifteen and a half a carry. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, they finally gave it to him eleven times. But they played Carolina, so they didn't have to sweat that game too much. Um, yeah, just kidding. But yeah, I mean, for real, they <laughs> are not giving him the ball that much. And it's, it's not getting any better because Tampa Bay is one of the best rushing defenses in the league. Yeah. So we'll start with score prediction. Uh, Ryan, you give us a two-score win, but I want an official score prediction from you for this one. Oof. I'm going to say 31-13. Bucks. Big blowout, and they're going the cash yeah. under. I like it. Yeah. Sam, what about you? Uh, I go Bucks 28 over the Eagles 24. Um who knows if the Eagles can put up 24 points, but I think they can with Devontae Smith. So, yeah, I like the Bucs, but in a close one. Logan? Yeah. Uh, I'm going Bucks 20 to 16. 20 to 16, a low scoring game. Um, low scoring. I will go, I'll go 30. I'll go Bucks again. So, probably they're screwed, um, but I'll go Bucks 31. And I think the, I think the Eagles will get, I don't know, 20, 21 points, 31 to 21. I think that's a good score. I think Jalen Hurts can move yeah. the ball, but. I think the Bucks cover in the end, but the Eagles have a chance to backdoor because that's the NFL and any team yep. has a chance to backdoor because that's just how it works. But that, well, that's what's going to do it for week six, but we're, we still got more. We're going to talk about the NBA and get Ryan's World Series prediction. So we're going to start with you, Ryan. We're talking about ba- basketball. Do you have any uh, hot takes because for, for the NBA season this year? And who do you think is going to win MVP? Oof, that's tough. I mean, Clay coming back at – I'm not trying to say Clay is going to win the MVP, but Clay Thompson and the Warriors, I think, are going to be back to, you know, being a decent team, a playoff team. 
But uh, MVP, oof, that is tough. Oh man, we can come back to you. You might go. Uh, you got. You might have to run back Giannis, man. Just he's unstoppable. The guy's a, the freak. I mean, <laughs> it's like the Shohei Otani of basketball. Almost seems like some of the stuff he does. But I'll go Giannis. I was expecting you to go Luca. You seem like a Luca fan. Oh, no. I don't know, man. I don't know about Luca. He's he's a great player, but I don't know if he's MVP caliber yet. I mean, it's going to all come down to his team success, in my opinion. Yeah. His stats will be there, but will the Mavs be a good enough team? I don't know about that. Uh, Logan, what about your picks? Uh, so, what are we Which, Wait, I'll go back to you, Ryan. I, personally, I don't think Giannis will win it just because what more can you do? It's like yeah. you see, you see LeBron. He never wins it anymore, and he I probably I didn't deserve to win. That's what I'm saying. Two years, I, I was but, like, oh, maybe LeBron. It's so hard. But they just never gave it to him. Yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> I mean, yeah, LeBron could be up there, but I know a lot of people picking Durant. But like, what can Durant do that he didn't do last year? He averaged like 30 yeah. points a game. It's like it's kind yeah. of waiting for the next guy to come up on the list. And Luca's due. He'll get his MVP someday. But I wouldn't blame. But Steph Curry could be in there too if he goes off again, and their oh, team's yeah. better with Clay. There's a lot of different options. Logan, who are you riding with? And who do you think wins the finals this year? Uh, well, you just mentioned my MVP pick, uh, Kevin Durant. Come on. Look, I, I that 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 Nets team is, is going to be really good. And uh, Kyrie Irving, MIA, right? Big, big question yeah. mark there. I think I think uh, I think Kevin Durant's going to pretty much do it all. That's that's going to be a really good team. Uh, you know who I am. I'm Kevin Durant. That's that's his that's quotable fair. moment. Um, but uh Oof, who's going to win the title? Mm. You know, I, I, I just, you know, it's, it's such an, and we're in football and baseball season. I, I, I'm not even really thinking of NBA. I know, basketball starting in less than a week, man. You got to get ready. That's, yeah, that's crazy. I, I mean, who, who am I to pick against Brooklyn? I mean, come on. I, it goes hand in hand. Fine. I'll, I'll be, yeah. I'll be the Nets homer, right? KD Nets. I see. I see. You're just going to ride. You're going to ride them and that's fine. I don't judge you. Sam, I know you don't watch NBA too much, but I want your picks. Well, I got a question. Does the phrase let Russ cook translate over to basketball? Is it? Uh, yes, it does. It does. So we'll allow it. This is, this is going to be a, a, an interesting year to watch the Lakers and see what they can do. Right. I mean, they had a lackluster performance last year. Right. So see them bounce back. And I think it's too crowded of a back or of a team now to have either one of them be MVP, but F it. I'm saying Russell Westbrook. You can have a reason. <laughs> I'm sure the odds are pretty, pretty low. You can probably, if you put some, some cash on that, it'll pay off. Sure. Hey, man, yes. I'm trying, I'm trying to find the exact odds for it. Um, to see exactly what it will be, but yeah. Hey, Russell, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, big fan. I think he's going to do for a big season. He does not look good at the preseason. Sam, I know you don't watch any basketball, but he has not looked good in the preseason. I think he has more turnovers than points, but that does not matter. It's the preseason. It doesn't count. So, yeah, so did Jamar Chase. Great, great, great analogy. Russell Westbrook equals sign Jamar Chase. I love it. I love it. Um, My pick, this is tough. Um, I'm going to take Brooklyn. I think they win it all um, just because I think they'll be healthier this year. Who knows what happens with Kyrie, but. If they have to get rid of him, they'll get rid of him for something that's actually usable. And currently, he's not. So I ride Brooklyn because I think James Harden will be back. And MVP picks real tough because I don't think Giannis wins. Luca's tough. Oh man, this this is a tough one. Um, hmm. I will. I'll go. Man, this is it's it's tough to. I put you guys all on the spot, and I need to have my own pick. Um, 
That's bad. That's bad. Bad hosting. Um, but I will go. Hmm, I want to pick. I don't want to pick LeBron. I'll go James Harden. I'm going to pick James Harden. I think he's due for a big season. It's going to be hard for him to win it with Durant on his team. But Durant could be due an injury. Uh, you never know. I don't wish injuries upon anyone. But if one of them goes down and Durant could go down with an injury, I think Harden will be right there. I think Harden probably will lead the league in assists. And that will be probably a player prop that I'm betting week in and week, week day in, day out. It's going to lead the league in assists, right? Him and Russell Westbrook will be right up there. I think both one and two in assists at the end of the year. Uh, and I'm going to pick James Harden. I think he's got a good chance to take it home this year. So I'll ride with him and I'll pick the Nets to win the, the whole thing. Ryan, did you have a pick for winning the finals? Yeah, I got to go with the Nets. It's impossible to bet against them. They're just an all-star team starting fives. I mean, it is hard. I, I'll personally, I'll root for the Lakers. I'm going to root for him. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't, I mean, I, I love Mello. I hope he pans out, but they got all the old cats out there. Dwayne yeah. Howard, Russell Westbrook's there. They got everyone. Experience. So yeah, they're, they're very tenured. <laughs> we'll see how it fares. They got 82 games coming right at them. And we'll see, maybe we'll see a lot of load management this season. If Anthony Davis stays healthy, I think the Lakers have a good chance, but that's, as you know, a question in itself. So we're going to finish this off world series predictions. And Ryan, we're going to save you for last. Um, okay, so okay. Logan, I know you do the MLB picks on the channel and we appreciate you for doing them, but who's your world series prediction? Cause at the uh, time of recording this for people that reference the Astros just moved on, right? They just moved on. And then what's the final game? Giants Dodgers. Is that the final yeah. game on tonight? So we do not know who wins that Giants Dodgers game. There's potential that the Giants move on after tonight. So pick your, pick your uh, world series prediction though. So, so what's actually pretty cool, and I'm going to give myself a mini pat on the back. Somebody, some, some random uh, person commented back in April, and I remember this, asked me a World Series prediction. I was like, Giants and Astros, it just feels right. And, and I really do think it could be Giants and Astros. Giants seem like a team of des destiny. Astros offense is amazing. How do you go against Houston, right? Their, their pitching is good enough. They're good enough, and their offense is just outscoring everybody. I mean, the the the, the White Sox did not see that train coming. They 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 just they they really ran all over them uh, today. Um, that that hitting hitting one through nine. There's not a more talented lineup than the Astros. So I I think the Astros are are due to win that. I love the pick, Logan or Sam. Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna pick with the Sox because you know what the Boston market doesn't know what it's like to not have a championship team in some sport, but, you know, statement went against the Yankees in the wildcard game, beat the Homer home team, Tampa Bay Rays. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the Sox. You, who do you think they faced coming out of the NL? I, I really, I really don't even know. It, it's a toss up at this point. I mean, full fledged Red Sox. Uh, I love it. You don't even care who they're facing. It doesn't even matter. He doesn't, he doesn't care. He put anyone Red Sox or the field. Sam says Red Sox. Um, my pick. And I love, I love the giants. I'm a root for them. I think the giants do make it coming out of the NL, but I'm going to go with the Red Sox. I think they're hot. I think they're a team that's, that's a force to be reckoned with. And sometimes as Ryan might be able to test, all it takes is to get hot at the right time. And boom, you're in, you're in the World Series. And yeah, Boston is hard team to play. And they have the offense, I think, to match an Astros team coming their way. So I'm going to take the Red Sox versus the Giants. I think the Giants get it done because I think I saw that a lot of people have money on the Giants to win the Super World Series. So I'll root for all those people to cash in on a big ticket. But Ryan, who would your take? You probably have the most knowledge out of anyone in here. But it's questionable. It's questionable. But we'll let you, you end this. What's your, who do you think wins the World Series? So in the AL, we got the Astros 
and Red Sox, and I played against the Red Sox a bunch. The Red Sox are a very good team. It's really tough, but I got to go with the Astros making it to the World Series. Their offense is insane. I mean, they have youth and experience, all that, and they have some great pitchers as well. I mean, the Red Sox are super hot right now. That's why I'm sitting there. You know, their lineup's really good, too. You know, Evaldi in the postseason almost just seems like a different animal, almost seems like an automatic win whenever he's on the mound. But, um, like, if, if Sale could, you know, yeah, I think he had a rough outing last outing, but if he could be back to vintage Sale, it's going to be tough for the Astros to win. But for now, I'm going to go with the Astros coming out of the AL and then the NL. Oh, this is, I think, the toughest one. I mean, the Dodgers could win two in a row here. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise anyone. And if I think if the Dodgers come out, I think they're a better matchup against uh, the the Braves are still where they have two one right now. So they're, it's, they're, they're tied. There's been so many four. games, man. As, as we record this, it's four to four, top of the sixth. Okay, yeah. so if the Braves come out, if say it's Braves and whoever and the Giants, I got to go with the Giants. Um. It's, it's tough to go against them. They're pitching so well. They're getting key hits. They're playing great defense. So I'll go Giants, Astros, and uh, the winner, I think, will be the Astros. Hey, you great heard it pick. here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> hey, I like it. I mean, it's, my pick. It's, it's criminal that the Giants are facing the Dodgers in the first round. It almost feels like that Brewers Brave series is like a play-in yeah. kind of game. You're just playing yeah. in to face those teams, but – Hey, the Dodgers, by the time this podcast goes up, we'll only have a day, and the Dodgers could have won back-to-back. They'll play on Thursday. Next thing you know, the Giants are out. But, yeah. hey, that's going to be a good matchup. We'll see how the next two games go. So don't come at us if we're you know, we're picking yeah. Giants and they're going to pivotal game five because that yeah. wouldn't surprise anyone on this, on, in the podcast. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Braves too, man. Their, their lineup yeah. is just as stacked as some of these other ones. And I really like Max Freed. He's he, – went nine innings against us and you know we had maybe four hits something like that he looked incredible the one time I faced him Charlie Morton in the postseason is sort of like you know the Evaldi almost seems like they're different animals in the postseason so don't sleep on the Braves either I feel like people sleep on them because they don't have Acuna that's like their big name like their big resources like Acuna and then you don't have Mm -hmm. people are like no get out of here but hey I'll support ATL I have my Acuna, I have an Acuna jersey in the closet yeah, if you want me to, yeah. to put it on. But, hey, the Braves have a chance. I'll be rooting for them. I hope they can do it. It'd be cool to see a team like that, like a couple years back when the Nationals made it all the way. That was a pretty cool yeah. run. So it'd be cool to not see a Giants or Dodgers there. Although yeah. Giants, you know, haven't been – I mean, I'm, I don't follow baseball that well, but they haven't been, you know, a powerhouse, like, especially over the last, I don't know, four or five years. I don't know. You, I, maybe I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. it just um, seems like this year man they've just found a way to win they win all they the big games so it's like they don't do anything too flashy too crazy they don't have these crazy big stars on their team i mean buster posey obviously hall of famer and all that but all these other guys that have filled in and just done their job and they they've won games so they're gonna be tough to beat yeah they're a team that they have, there's really not a lot of star power i bet you sam couldn't even name a player on the giants Hey, that's rude. That's a love <laughs> He just said one. Who? Barry Bonds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's long no, gone. Yeah, the giant, the Giants, the Giants pitching is is what I've been really impressed with. Because I mean they 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 just they have great starting pitching. I think it I think 
Uh, I, I really would love to see Braves versus Giants. I t- take care of business. The Brewers, the Brewers, get the Brewers out of here. I hate them. They're, they're trash. Get, <laughs> get them out. Get them out. I, see, I don't have to be politically correct like Ryan because he faces the, the Brewers. I, I don't have to do that. I, I despise them. I, I, they're a garbage team. They don't, they don't ever score when you need it. So that's why Braves take them out tonight. I think it's funny that everyone picked the under tonight and the over is already cashed in that game because they had yeah, I was, I was three, one day, three runs. Yeah, I was one, <laughs> I was literally one day off. If anybody watched my, my picks video yesterday, I said they're due for the over. Yeah, three nothing. Goose egg for the Brewers again. Now they got eight runs combined. Love yeah, that. They already Baseball cashed the over because it was eight. So they'll have to someone has to score. Um, hey, another reason the Braves, Jocktober. That guy is unreal. He is unreal October. <laughs> that's the only time he plays well but it doesn't yeah. even matter he just comes in he did uh he has an rbi tonight on a, a fielder's choice i see he just he got does. it uh i'm about hey. to buy a pearl necklace <laughs> it's got that many homers in it i'm buying a freaking pearl necklace <laughs> <laughs> true uh, well ryan we appreciate you for joining us any uh final takeaways anything else you want to shout out to the fans because we're about coming up on ten thousand subscribers yeah yeah hit that subscribe button guys it was a joy it was good seeing you guys thanks for having me on and uh i loved it it was awesome yeah you heard it here first if you haven't hit the subscribe button i don't know what the heck you're doing so smash the subscribe button make sure you download the podcast give us a good rating we appreciate all the love and support you guys have been showing this been austin for logan and sam and ryan we'll see you guys next week peace out